I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I'm so grateful to you for, of course, listening, but also uh, taking a call. I, I asked you to phone in and send text messages. Let me know how you and your family are responding to this coronavirus. How, how is the news of its spreading impacting you? I, If I'm honest, I, I don't yet know what to do myself. Years ago, when it was just me before I was married and a, a dad, I was like, uh, I, I was invincible. Nothing could touch me. Uh, but now I need to be a little more responsible about my decision-making, and I, I'm taking it pretty seriously. I want to know uh, what it is I should be doing, uh, what's the wisest, and so I'm, uh, I'm crowdsourcing this thing, and you're helping me out with that. Uh, in just a moment, I'm going to share uh, some of these voicemails and text messages that have uh, come in. want to in- invite you, though, before I get too far down the road, to have a look at our KSL News Radio app. Wherever you download your apps, uh, type in KSL News Radio. Uh, the app, powered by Any Hour Services, has a number of great features. And I know, you know, of course, I'm going to say that. I work here at the station. But in, in reality, they are things that can inform you, uh, that can keep you occupied, and more than anything, keep you up to speed on what's happening around uh, the state and around the country. You can listen to the program. Uh, you can peer in via the, the cameras we have uh, looking in on the studio. And it's a cool place. I, I Because I'm here every day, some of the coolness of it wears off. I've become a little bit immune. But we really work in a cool-looking place. Uh, these microphones are neat, the screens everywhere, and whatever you call these mixing board-type things. It's like I'm uh, uh, at the controls of a spaceship here. And if you want to take a look at that, uh, the KSL News Radio app powered by Any Hour Service is a way to do that. Now, uh, back to the coronavirus. I'm going to share some of your comments and texts here in, in just a moment. But I want to, uh, I earlier today stumbled in some advice uh, being handed out by the World Health Organization. And these are just very basic tips. Some of it is common sense, uh, but some of it uh, struck me as, oh my gosh, I hadn't uh, even realized that. Number one, uh, it, it's it's a myth versus you know fact type thing, myth busters they call it. Uh, and the first question asked is, are hand dryers effective in killing the new coronavirus? The answer very basically is that no, they are not effective in killing Uh, the coronavirus. To protect yourself against the new uh, virus, you should frequently clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand rub or wash them with soap and water. Once your hands are cleaned, you should dry them thoroughly uh, by using paper towels or a warm air dryer. So uh, the 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 hand dryers are not effective uh, on their own from killing that coronavirus. Uh, Ultraviolet uh, disinfection lamps, uh, I you don't see too many of those around here. This is probably a thing over uh, over in uh, Europa, 
<laughs> where the Europeans are into uh, different ways of doing things. Can an ultraviolet disinfection lamp kill the new coronavirus? And the answer by the World Health Organization to that question is uh, no. Uh, same uh, guidance applies to uh, the air dryers. Just be sure to be washing your hands, soap and water, or an alcohol-based uh, hand rub. Next up, can those thermal scanners uh, really detect people infected with the new coronavirus? And it is uh, an indicator. One of the associated symptoms with the coronavirus is a fever. And so, of course, these thermal scanners uh, are effective in detecting people who have developed a fever. Uh, however, they cannot detect those infected uh, with the coronavirus. So uh, that's that one is, is pretty much common sense. So this one's interesting. Uh, and I, I wonder, you know, I always wonder when I see these uh, myth versus reality type presentations put together by different organizations. I always wonder what triggered it. Like, who was it uh, that started uh, this myth, and how did it become, or how did it rise to such a level that the World Health Organization felt compelled to uh, to dispel it? Can spraying alcohol or chlorine all over your body kill the new coronavirus? The answer, very basically, from the World Health Organization is no. Spraying alcohol or chlorine all over your body will not kill viruses that have already entered your body. And spraying such substances can be harmful to uh, your clothes or your eyes and your mouth. Uh, anyway, another common sense one. Now, uh, a few minutes left here, and I want to share with you some of the great advice that have come that has come in uh, from listeners. Two comments here dealing uh, with the flu. Uh, let me share with you. This voicemail came in. I am not doing anything specific for the coronavirus. I believe the same techniques that help me stay away from flu help me to protect myself with coronavirus so I don't feel I need to worry at the same time I believe that I am more concerned with the state of flu when we have over 36 million cases in the United States some over 300,000 have been hospitalized and over 18,000 have lost lost their lives, it seems to me that we should be more alarmed at flu and less concerned over the coronavirus. Thank you. A very similar sentiment echoed by a a gentleman who works in a clinic. I work at a clinic and, um, you know, we're more concerned about the the flu epidemic. Uh, The flu has killed more people than then I don't, I don't think the coronavirus ever will. But, uh, you know, we are out of masks. Uh, none of the stores are selling masks. People are, are pretty, pretty excited about this, pretty upset about it and concerned. And uh, they're trying to protect themselves the best they can. On the other end of the spectrum, uh, this woman says she's not worried at all. I'm just sitting back and relaxing until it hits me. Um, I either... Live or I die. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit back until it hits me. Or live, or live or die. All right. Now, I'm not sure if that is the advice that I would uh, give to anyone. Uh, but, you know, everyone's got their view, and that is uh, the view held by uh, that one. One more uh, voice, and let me share with you. I'm not too worried. I think we're going to be okay. Um, so I'm not panicking, but I am going to pick up extra water and toilet paper, because I know those will disappear from the shelves first. If there should be an emergency, also just stock it up on a few more canned food items. Yeah, I think that's probably what the the Lonsberry family household will be doing. I know my wife yesterday had made an effort to get her hands on some more of these face masks. 
Um, I think we've since then learned that the face masks are more designed uh, for those who are already infected with the coronavirus, and they are used to prevent the spreading uh, and re- as opposed to uh, preventing you from contracting the coronavirus. Uh, but anyway, what she discovered yesterday, and we've seen kind of echoed all across the country, uh, there are some significant shortages uh, of these masks. In fact, some medical supply operations are uh, they have found that their distributors are diverting uh, their supplies to uh, either government entities or uh, larger hospitals. They're being a little more judicious uh, about how they're distributing these masks, also uh, gloves. But I think uh, what we're going to do in the Lonsbury household is uh, we're going to make sure we have uh, food if we need to hunker down, if uh, there becomes the need to stay put for some time, uh, we should be ready. And that's probably good advice, uh, not only for now as we face this coronavirus, but uh, any day of the week. Let me turn now to some of these text messages. Uh, Most recent one to come in says, I'm doing absolutely nothing. Good hygiene has always been important to my family, and I am still spending money on things. Uh, I want not just things uh, I need. Um, Some of these other comments, let's see. Uh, We're not worried about getting the virus ourselves. Uh, just getting prepared in case the stores go empty. That's a, a, a fascinating point uh, where you can be out there making sure that your shelves are stocked in your home uh, without necessarily a great fear of the virus hitting uh, uh, and needing to be you know, ready for it. Why? Because fear motivates behavior. And some of these fears may motivate a uh, big rush on the stores. Uh, Anyway, another individual says, washing my hands and keeping my hands out of my face. Another, no impact uh, in my life at all. Another, I am living my life. I'm not going to get into an uproar about something until it's time. I suggest everybody do the same thing. That's similar to uh, the call put out by Mick Mulvaney, acting chief of staff of the White House, as he addressed folks out in Maryland earlier today. He said, listen, the best way uh, to to combat this virus and to combat the impact uh, that's being felt here uh, in the United States, specifically in the financial market, is to maybe uh, turn off the cable news for for 24 hours. Uh, So that's that. Uh, We're going to step away now from uh, the coronavirus, and we're going to have a conversation in uh, the next segment. I am absolutely fascinated, and I have been looking forward to this chat all day long. It's with uh, an individual, a gentleman named Willie Ito. He uh, spent time uh, in Topaz at the Japanese internment camp when he was eight years old. Uh, He went on to be an illustrator. In fact, he is responsible for that iconic scene in Lady and the Tramp where uh, those two dogs share a plate of spaghetti. He'll be my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.